0: His faith and trust. Oh, and something I
1: forgot. Dust. Just a little
0: bit of pixie dust. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. Produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Don't forget to go to limitlessbroadcasting.com after the show. Yes.
1: Hello, everyone. Happy Halloween. I'm pretty sure it's like only a couple days away right Mm -hmm. now. Halloween is such a fun time. I hope you guys are having or you have plans Mm -hmm. to celebrate Halloween, whether it's Disney style or not Disney style. Mm -hmm. Either way, Halloween is fun. Yes. But today is our last episode for our month of October. Don't worry if you missed any of our episodes, you can always go back and watch Mm -hmm. them on your favorite streaming platform. Most of the month was about Tim Burton, Mm -hmm. but this episode, we decided to do something different because Disney Plus came out with two new Halloween movies, Mm -hmm. and we are going to talk to you about them. Yes. Pre-warning. We despise the first one, and then mm-hmm. we love the second one. So, just get through the the rant we're gonna do with us, and you're gonna hear all about the spectacularness of the Muppets' haunted mansion. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, we're gonna start with the reboot. Huh. Actually, it's not even a reboot; it's a remake. It's a remake of yes. Under Wraps. Mm-hmm. And I screwed up on the, on my notes, I said sequel from the original, and it's not even a sequel. It's literally frame by frame. Well, actually I'm another thing I did not watch it. Yeah. It's not frame by frame, not frame by frame, but it has the same same storyline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same storyline. Like it's, it's pretty much the same thing from what I've heard. I have not watched it. So I'm going to let Sammy talk about what it was like to watch it. And then I'll go through some of our facts about it. (laughs)
0: It was stupid. (laughs) Is that it? Is that all? (laughs) I have nothing else to say. (laughs) Okay. Good enough. Okay, listen. Okay, okay. So like you said, the characters are the same, right? Mm -hmm. But they're not exactly the same because back in the original, the main character, the little boy, was -hmm. the only one who was trying to get into scary stuff. And in the remake, the girl that they become friends with, she's into scary stuff and is nerdy. And I understand, like, yeah, girl power whatever. But I don't know. It just seemed dumb to me because the whole point was the two friends didn't want to be involved in this nonsense. And then they get wrapped into this crazy thing. I think that the mummy costume was dumb in this one. I didn't care for the look of the mummy. I It did look weird in the promos. I think it was the face, the way that Mm -hmm. they wrapped it in his team. Like, mummies don't look like that in museums or otherwise, and that's annoying. The original Harold, granted, he he was not – he's not accurate either, but he seemed better as far as, like, the mummy wraps and stuff. Mm -hmm. The original was – it had more of like the scary element and you had Harold's storyline, which was a little sadder because he was missing, you know, his love connection Mm -hmm. and they had it in this one, but this one was just kind of goofy in Mm. my opinion, but not in a way that I enjoyed.
1: Yeah. Well, and if we look, I mean, we did a whole series on Disney channel and the transformation that they did things. Mm -hmm. And this is, I don't know if this was, like, considered a Disney Channel movie, or if it's just a Disney Plus movie, the that's all getting very muddled for me now when yeah. things come out on Disney Plus. Actually, no, it is Disney Channel, because it premiered on Disney Channel a week before it came out on Disney Plus. So it counts as Disney Channel. Then, yeah. So it counts as yeah. Disney Channel. But, like, the transformation we've talked about is, like, it's gotten, it went from more, like, I don't want to say realistic, but like the the filming style was more kind of down to earth. It kind of felt like it could be realistic, mm-hmm. and then as Disney Channel progressed, it became very colorful, very like just like the outfits, the the way people talk, the way people did things. It was mm-hmm. not realistic at all. Like this was no. supposed to be our preteen people. It's like preteens don't act like that. I work with preteens. That's not our life. <laughs> That's not their life. So I'm not surprised that the reboot of, or remake of Under Wraps was cheesy crap. It, it literally was. Yeah. So yeah, this is like, like we said, it's a remake. Um, the original mm-hmm. came out in 1997. So when yep. we were in elementary school, mm-hmm. I remember it. It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. It still is to this day. This premiered on October 1st of this year and then got added to Disney Plus on the 8th, like I said. And this is the first Disney Channel original movie to be a remake of another Disney Channel original movie. Mm -hmm. And they
0: failed. Yes, they did. (laughs)
1: Like, horrifically failed. Mm -hmm. If they ever try to remake any of my favorites, like other favorites, I'm going to be ticked.
0: I feel like a lot of people will be in that boat. A lot of people were mad about this one.
1: Under Apps, as in Under Apps 2021, mm-hmm. is the lowest rated decom in history.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Only receiving 0. 0.41 viewers on premiere night. Lowest mm-hmm. rated decom in history. I wonder why. People Mm-mm. like, what I mm, Mm -hmm. what we should have done after I saw that I should have looked it up beforehand to see what was the original lowest rated and see like compare oh yeah compare the views because the views are probably still not that low on the most lowest Mm -hmm. yeah and (laughs) I love Sammy I love you I love (laughs) you you're like an all cats I wonder why (laughs) (laughs) why is it the lowest rated (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. mystery Yeah, on IMBD, it got a 4.7 rating out of 10 versus the original, which was a 6.5. So it was a nice significant
0: Mm -hmm. drop. And I feel like I was curious why the original only got a 6.5 because I liked the original. I know, it cute. Some some people, honestly, I think rated it lower because they're like, oh, it's kind of scary for kids. But again, 90s kids... Yeah, this was not that scary for us compared to other things yeah. that we grew up with. So yeah. we were good. I think this was just parents coming on and, you know, a little dramatic. Yeah, our, okay. So
1: it's funny because us, uh, I hate our generation name, Millennials. Mm-hmm. We really didn't like, we watched this, we had some very scary movies coming out as we were growing up. And most mm-hmm. of our generation, not me, most of our generation, would go watch them so like these sorts of things on Disney Channel it's like Disney you got to do better than that if you want to scare us like yeah you like, can give it something a little spooky
0: I literally just found out are you that's no, not Disney but are you afraid of the dark is on yeah. Netflix mm-hmm. and I have not watched that in years I said to Robbie I said I want to watch it but I'm not watching it by myself because yeah that <laughs> that will yeah. I know as a grown up I'm going to be like still scared. So, oh. yeah, but under wraps the original nah. Yeah, not no. Yeah, he's a big softy. He's he's good. If I love it it's
1: not scary. I True. Disney should use me as their scary meter. <laughs> Tixie. Where are we yeah. Let's, let's see here. Like the Tim Burton stuff. They could have been like, okay, Ashley, we're going to put Ashley and watch it and see what <laughs> she does. If she's scared, then yes, it's too scary for our kids. E.G. <laughs> <PG. laughs> there we go. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I think the only scary movie I ever went to watch. Well, okay. No, one of our friends, she got me in fifth grade to watch 13 ghosts. Do you mm-hmm. remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I think is when I did not realize I did not like Mm -hmm. scary movies that was alexa
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, Um, and then (laughs) i didn't watch another scary movie until we went to see the ring together like a group i was not a fan of the ring i I was not a fan of the ring but i only went because it was like my first like group date with my first boyfriend and yeah literally
0: that was the only reason i went yeah never again yeah i'm not i don't i don't like things generally with like poltergeist ghosts things randomly. I'm not really into and that they kind kill of the horse. Yes. And I also don't like when people are possessed yeah. people, things, dolls, yeah. I, or clowns, those scary movies. I tend to stay away from now you got Michael Myers stabbing people. That doesn't bother me. Ghost face <laughs> chopping people up. It doesn't bother me because I'm just like, look at all the fake blood. This is great. It's kind of gross sometimes, but I can do it, but I don't know. It's something about like ghosts and stuff. It freaks me out or possessed things. I just, I'm like, Ooh, no. Yeah. Cool.
1: But anyways, back to the horribleness of under wraps. Yes. It also got only a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. And that was less than 50 views. Like this was so bad that people didn't even go and view, review it because Rotten Tomatoes yes. normally yes. gets, thousands of people getting on there and reviewing. And that just tells you how many people watched it or started watching it and was like, yeah, no, I'm done. I'm not, it's not even worth it. Mm -mm. Yeah. Now with Disney Channel, they did have some callbacks that they brought into under wraps. Mm -hmm. So Chyna and McLean, who she is in, oh my gosh, Ant Farm, which was a older... Disney Channel show. And she also is Ursula's daughter. I can't remember her name. Crap. Uma. Uma in Descendants 2 and 3. She has this song and I actually like this song. I thought it was cute when I watched Ant Farm. It's called Calling All the Monsters. And they actually put it in the movie like during the Halloween party. Apparently you can hear Calling All the Monsters being played. And they actually, Disney Channel, put together a new music video with Calling All the Monsters. And it's showing scenes from all their Halloween movies, like from the beginning of Disney Channel on, which was really cool for me to watch. And then there was a dog dressed as as Shrimpy from the Disney Channel original movie called Zombies. Uh, shrimpy was the mascot in the movie and apparently they pulled from that and then also at the halloween carnival there were two kids dressed up as zed and addison from also zombies because zombies was one of their bigger their bigger halloween mm, tried to tried to if you guys watch our disney channel one we talked about right. there's a lot of movies that tried to pull back to high, high school musical mm-hmm. this was one of those if you don't remember But yeah, so those are some of the callbacks that they did in the movie, but that was really it. Okay. I don't know why they did callbacks into the movie because Disney Channel doesn't do that.
0: Mm. Maybe they thought more people would like it. (laughs) I don't think it worked.
1: It didn't. (sighs) But I'm done with under wraps. Are you done with under wraps? Can we move on to what we actually like?
0: Yes. I much prefer our second topic. Okay. So the other movie. Mm -hmm. The other movie that came Mm out this
1: month, like, I remember when it got announced and I freaked
0: out. I'm pretty sure, like, I texted you, like, right away. Yeah, did you see this? And I was just like, hold the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Let me go find this preview right now. Yeah. (laughs) It is The Muppet's Haunted Mansion. Oh, my gosh. It's so cute. I watched it again this morning just because I had time to watch it.
1: (sighs) Oh. it's so cute it is the Muppets first classic remake since the 1990s they have not done anything like this since then because okay when my first my first thought when this came out Mm -hmm. was literally just this summer when we did our Muppet month Muppet summer Mm -hmm. you and I talked about how they need to get back to doing these types of movies yes were they listening? Like, part of me's like, did you, did you know? I did wish you could say
0: that, but I do have. Yeah, we they, start, they probably
1: started production before
0: we even yeah, started. it. And I, I have the story of how it came to be, which I will share. I have notes Go on it. for it. I yeah. want to hear. Do you want to hear it now? Let me pull it I up. I do. I have to scroll down because my notes are not any sort of order because. Well, it's fine. I don't know. I was just randomly putting this together. Let's see. Okay. So there is a man named Kirk Thatcher. Was a longtime mm-hmm. Muppet writer and director, and he has wanted to make a Halloween special, a Muppets Halloween special, for most of his career. Apparently, this has been in the back of his mind. I so see. he started in the 1980s at Industrial Light and Magic before he became part of they said Jim Henson's lovable puppet gang, which I thought was just so cute. So the Muppets Haunted Mansion, as we know, it might actually be the fifth version of a Halloween themed special that they've been trying to come up with, which is just wow! that's how many different versions it's been through, which is almost insane to think about. We had previous pitches that included spoofs on classic monster movies and a Ghostbusters-esque adventure, which probably would have been very cute, too. That would have been cute. Would not be opposed to you doing it next Halloween, just have to say. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Uh, But they never panned out because the studio started prioritizing other projects, which makes sense because, you know, Disney took it over and Disney is Disney. So since Disney has owned the Muppets, you know, now since uh, 2004, I think it was something like More that. Around there. Yeah. Whenever Thatcher could now incorporate one of his favorite theme park attractions, the Haunted Mansion.
1: Which it's happens ours
0: too. to exactly what I was just going to say, which happens to be one of our favorites too. And you could hear us go on and on about it in our Magic Kingdom episode.
1: You can hear us talk about it in almost every episode. We time do talk episodes.
0: about it a lot, but I know and specifically when we go over our favorite rides, you can listen to us go on and on about it. But probably every chance we get to talk about Tom Mansion, really, we talk about it. Yeah. So Thatcher said, everyone has their approach to the Muppets. I love seeing them in different venues. They're like Monty Python. They do great genre pictures, basically, mm-hmm. which is what we were kind of saying before. Yep. But he said, we did not want it to be the Muppets going to Disneyland. They go to a haunted mansion, not the haunted mansion. Yeah. Which makes sense. They never call it, you know, like a Disney haunted mansion. It's a haunted mansion, which there are several around the world because all of the Disney theme parks have a version of it that fits. Yeah. It's always a different looking house. Exactly. So each of the different haunted mansions across Disney parks has a different outward appearance to seamlessly fit to whatever area the park attraction is in. So for instance, there's a Southern-style manor in Disneyland in Anaheim, which fits into New Orleans Square. We have here at Disney World a Gothic Revival haunted mansion because it sits in Liberty Square. Mm-hmm. But apparently, the Tokyo mansion looks a lot like ours. Oh, so that's I weird. Don't, I don't know enough about Tokyo to really comment on and that. Yeah. But yeah, and the Paris version is in Frontierland, so it's called Phantom Manor, and it's designed with a darker, scarier storyline which 11, i think is very cool and we will get back to the phantom manor at the end of our show notes here because i added something at the end okay. of our little trivia section which you will enjoy which i just found out today so thatcher <laughs> <fun. laughs> thatcher goes on to say my back story which is not mentioned really is that the designer of this mansion for the Muppets is the same architect so the idea is probably the same architect, architect designed all of these mansions across the world right nice so whoever this wealthy person was in the 1800s they hired the same architect because he'd done mansions for other people so in that spirit they went back to original ideas for the original haunted mansion basically looking at their concept art and use that as their basis for their haunted mansion in this movie oh, amazing I know I was like you guys did so much cool stuff oh my gosh <laughs> they had Imagineers working with them to make sure that they got the look right. I think that was just like insane. I mean, all the stuff that they did for this movie, which is, I think why it was so well done. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When they were putting it together, they did agree with Walt's original sentiments, which was that he didn't want any of the mansions to look beat up and like your typical haunted Mm -hmm. house. Yeah. So it had to look very well kept, but obviously, you know, there are cobwebs and things to make it scary. Yeah. Ugh, and the wallpaper. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh my gosh. That's so sad. And the clock. Uh, but the Haunted Mansion was completely digital, which um, I kind of, I mean, you can kind of tell. Yeah, you can and tell. It tell. makes sense that they did that. But the, the important part, part. were the puppets were real. Yeah. So it, to me, it makes more, it matters more that the puppets were not digitally added yeah yeah so using entirely virtual backdrops as well as turning some characters into ghosts meant the production shot the scenes in layers too also a fun fact Mm -hmm. so it makes sense they couldn't shoot the ghosts and the people at the same time so some of the musical numbers are like three or four layers with background ghosts being shot separately Mm -hmm. so he says he compares it to like when george lucas was filming star the star wars prequels The actors would basically be on set doing musical numbers with nobody there. So they'd be like, okay, Kermit's going to be over here. He's not here, but this is where Kermit's going to be. And you have to look at him while you're singing. And I just, I thought that was kind of funny. Having to just, I I don't know. I think acting would be hard to, acting would be hard anyway, but then to have to react to like nothing in front of you. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So Thatcher also said that while bringing actors and puppeteers together as ghosts and mortals took some difficulty, combining the Muppets with the Haunted Mansion was incredibly easy because the concepts worked together so well. Part of the joy of the Haunted Mansion itself is the fun and sense of it. It's spooky, but it's not scary. We said the mansion was grim grinning ghosts and the Muppets were goofy grinning puppets. The sense of joy basically embodies the mansion and the Muppets. And yeah, that was something I just stumbled upon. And I was like, I have to save this. This guy is a fan of like everything we like. <laughs> and he I'm is so now my new favorite person. <laughs> yes, he's great. Kirk Thatcher, you should be doing all of the new Muppet movies, in my opinion. Yes.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. Like if he's on Instagram or Facebook, I'm going to find him. Like, <laughs> yeah, I have not even looked or whatever. Him, but yes, he is. We need. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <sighs> he's. <sighs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm so mm-hmm. glad there's somebody else who feels the same way as us and had the influence to do it because mm-hmm. we love the, ho- we love the classic remakes, especially mm-hmm. the holiday themed ones. Like the Christmas Carol is one of my absolute favorite muffled- exactly. Muppet mm-hmm.
0: movies. Mm-hmm. So
1: now they have two holiday, two, yes, two holiday themed movies for Halloween and Christmas. Now we mm-hmm. need a like, hmm. I don't know if there's really anything else holiday-wise.
0: I've already been like, how many like other universal rides universal
1: holiday-wise.
0: But I'm, I'm already, I'm going uh, down the rabbit hole. Like what other, yeah, Disney rides can they do now? Because we have, okay, so we have Muppets Treasure Island, but we don't Thank have you. like a straight Pirates of the Caribbean Muppets. That would be fun. Which I would not be opposed to seeing. I would the not Jungle be opposed Cruise to version of the Muppets <gasps> I think would be super awesome. That would be fantastic. Exactly. There are so many ways they could go. And I'm just like, Kirk Thatcher, you're a Disney fan. Indiana (laughs) Jones Muppet. Please do the See once you get started. Oh, my gosh. They could even do Star Wars. Come on. I feel like they've done shorts of Star Wars. Okay, because they have like pigs in space, right? Which is already a spoof. On that,
1: no, that's a spoof off of Star Wars and Star or Trek. Star Trek. And yeah, it, yeah, both, but you they know,
0: bind them. Yes, but technically, yeah. Star Wars is in there, right? But they could yeah. do a straight, you know, like, like some sort of Star Wars thing. I feel like, and not just with pigs. Like we could do multiple methods.
1: Yeah, and I think like Gonzo is the Darth Vader character in the play- pigs. For he space. is,
0: and I he mostly is. want to just see more Gonzo. <laughs> yeah, God. that'd be fantastic.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. Okay. So uh, we talked about how it got started, but yes. w- the movie you're following Gonzo. So, okay. So at the beginning, Gonzo is on this way to this haunted mansion ch- or haunted house challenge or whatever he calls it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. all the other Muppets are at their annual Halloween party at Kermit's house so mm-hmm. honestly at first when it started I'm like wait are we only gonna see Gonzo and Pepe like if no one else is around I'm gonna be really mad mm-hmm. but you don't you actually see the other characters are like what do you call it cameo spoofs in the yeah they're in ghosts. the haunted mansion as they go through it yeah they're not themselves but you still you know it's like you know Miss Piggy when you see her even exactly. though she might yeah. not be playing Miss Piggy. Mm-hmm. but you follow Gonzo through the mansion and it is Gondra-centric but in which is Gonzo's third this is Gonzo's third centric movie Mm
0: because Treasure Island was one Christmas Carol
1: the Christmas Carol and then the space one Mm -hmm. which was from space there we go it's not that good no no it was not but it's his third centric movie Mm -hmm. and but okay this is what made me sad I like Pepe Mm -hmm. but I'm like, why wasn't Rizzo the
0: sidekick? <laughs> I have a reason. <gasps> why? Tell me. Because I literally am but like, why going is Rizzo like- not? And this this was an accident that I even found this out. And I got very sad. So like you, oh, I agree. I love Pepe. I, I think love he's Pepe, great. but he is ridiculous. Rizzo and Gonzo are like classics together. Yes. Pepe was good, but it would have had a different vibe and it probably may have flowed a little bit better should if it Rizzo have been in there. Rizzo. However, Rizzo, the character, has been retired. What? Since 2018. Why? His, his only performer, Steve Whitmire, was fired by the Henson family amid controversy. Whitmire had also voiced Kermit the Frog since 1990 when Jim Henson passed away. So characters like Rizzo were reduced and retired, you know, re- was reduced and then eventually retired. And they transferred Kermit the Frog over to Matt Bogle, who was a longtime puppeteer. And it said that Rizzo was in the movie. He had a brief silent appearance dressed as a poker dealer. But he's. He's is retired. So as of right now, I don't know when we're going to see Rizzo return. And I was curious. So I looked into it a little bit because I'm like, okay, did Disney just do this because they were upset with him? You know what happened? Because he's been with the Muppets for a long time. Yeah. And apparently he was very vocal about some things they were doing with the Muppets. And I don't, I don't know anything about this, so I don't know what he was saying. But the way he was doing it, I guess they were deeming it like aggressive and Hostile in his manner. I don't know. Again, not in the meetings. Yeah. And Disney consulted with Brian Henson about it before they fired him because this had been going on several years. And basically, Brian came out and said, "Yeah, he should be let go." So it was not just Disney in this case. Get another person. <laughs> I'm curious because there is a in the movie there is a rat, and I don't know. There's like ten thousand rats in the Muppets. I don't know which one he was but when he speaks he sounds like rizzo but he's not rizzo he was another rat character and to me i'm like all right well whoever voiced that rat should just take over rizzo because i think he could do it he had the right inflection and he sounds like rizzo because so, so.
1: pepe and gonzo like they were good like it was good for this because pepe really wasn't with gonzo the whole time mm-hmm. they, they, he was doing his own thing because he's all i hate to say this word on a family-friendly one but he's a horny little puppet like let's be real yeah it made sense that he fell in love very quickly <laughs> yes but I'm like it, and Rizzo Rizzo probably would have been a little bit more he probably wouldn't have fell for the bride mm. but it doesn't like Rizzo and Pepe together is not going to mesh well that just it just
0: it's not going to be long term good we'll see what they do I'm hoping they un- Ritmeyer why happy. were you an idiot yeah. Again, I don't know. These are just things that you read. So the truth is well, always a combination of things. My,
1: my thought process is if Brian looked at the situation and said, yes, he needs to go. Then I trust
0: that Brian knew that something was like seriously wrong. That was my only thought too, was that.
1: Cause I don't trust Disney with that. I love you, Disney, but I don't trust you with that. You yeah, just if- go for no reason.
0: It. I did say I read that Disney consulted with him before making the decision and he was like yeah and you should let him go and I'm just kind of like oh okay so something was going on yeah you know not just yeah yeah oh okay unfortunately well yeah
1: Anywho, we'll move on from that. I'm just going to sulk about it all day.
0: I know. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news. It's okay. At least we know. Like, at least I now know why. Like, Mm
1: -hmm. instead of being in the dark. Yeah. But just because Rizzo wasn't there doesn't mean we didn't have our other fun Muppets that we love. So there was actually, like, in my opinion, as I was watching it, I felt like there was a mix of Muppets and creatures. That it wasn't just Muppets. Mm Mm-hmm. But here are some of the Muppets that were in there and maybe their cameo in the movie. So Mm -hmm. actually, before we get into this, it's probably good to say that even though the Haunted Mansion was not like one of the specific Haunted Mansions in a park, they used a lot, a lot
0: of the original lines. They did. It was great. (laughs)
1: Like when he opened that door and he came in and or what, what room was it? Oh, no, the stretchy room. And mm-hmm. they started doing the lines in the stretchy room. I'm like, oh, yes, and I started
0: quoting them with them. And it's yes. Like, that was amazing. Is this haunted room actually stretching? stretching? Or is it your imagination? Hmm? If you ever would like to just know the dialogue any time of day, just call yeah. them. Because we'll be yeah. happy to recite it for
1: you. Oh, Yes. <laughs> Very much so. I still, I think I can still do Leotas. I, I know a lot of like, her. I think so. I need to like see the first of the line and then I can go through it once I like mm-hmm. hear first. Cause I yeah, I get that. When you're on the ride, you actually don't know when the poem starts because you always come in at a different part. And you're exactly. Like, so we don't know in the beginning. And it's constant. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. just stop. It's literally constant. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: So yeah. But yeah, so that's that's like one thing. I think when I was watching it, cause I was talking about it with my friend at work who loves Disney
0: mm-hmm. and
1: she's like, well, is it good for me to watch? And I had to think about it for a minute because honestly, if any of you are watching this and have never been, or listening to us talk about it and you've never been to Disney, have never been on the Haunted Mansion ride, mm-hmm. you're going to enjoy it, but I don't think that you're going to have the same appreciation for it that right. if you've actually been on the ride.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I agree with that. Yeah. Cause it's like, it has a lot of the lines. It has a lot of the same like scenery. It has all the creepiness, but it's, it's stuff like we know it because we've literally been on it a zillion times. But if you've never been on the Haunted Mansion, you'll mm-hmm. like it, but I don't think you'll really appreciate it the way yeah. that you would, if you've been on the ride. Yeah. So it just, does make it. That's amazing that caveat right there Mm -hmm. but um, and as I talk about some of these characters you're probably gonna if you've never been on the ride you'll be like I'm sorry who is that Mm -hmm. because you yeah anywho so of course we said Gonzo and Pepe are themselves in the movie Mm -hmm. Kermit of course is himself when he's doing like the call with Gonzo and stuff at the beginning and the end Mm -hmm. he is just a ghost he doesn't Mm -hmm. really have a specific character just a ghost Piggy is they call her Madame Pigoda. Or in the original ride is Madame Leota, who mm-hmm. Madame Leota is like one of me and Sammy's absolute favorites. Mm-hmm. It was fun to watch her. Fozzie was Gauzy the hat box bear. I think yep. he was a magician, right? Because he always is a magician. Mm-hmm. Crazy Harry was Alexander Nitrikoff. Alexander
0: Nitrokov. Is he one of the shooting people? I assume. Yeah. Because
1: there's so okay, many but- in that
0: ballroom scene
1: that- yeah. It was funny though, because I, I'm like, oh, we're going to see Muppets shoot at each other, but they don't. They like, they're playing, great. like
0: chessers, checkers or something. No, what he they? said, he said no. draw and they literally started drawing. And that's why oh, draw, that's I started what they dying did. laughing at that. Cause I was like, of course. yeah <sighs>
1: It's funny. Yeah.
0: Janice was a
1: character named Sally Slater. Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem were the Phantom Five. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. All the different, a bunch of the different like male pigs were Mm -hmm. the Quicksand Man, Mm -hmm. Sam the Eagle, was Sam the Eagle and Pops were the two duelists who did the Mm -hmm. drawing, which I thought was great that Sam Eagle was Mm -hmm. one of the duelists. I agree. Chip was in there as a Pickwick. I don't know who that was. They they made up some names for these characters because mm-hmm. in the in the ride you don't know the names. You yeah. just see the 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 ghosts. See here, they had a bunch of the ballroom dancers. And what was cool about the ballroom dancers is it's actually a callback to the Muppets
0: mm-hmm. when
1: they would do like in the in the series. If you ever watched the original series, they would have a skit of all these ballroom dancers making fun of each other, and they mm-hmm. do that in. Yep. ballroom scene, which is just so much fun. Mm -hmm. Ralph is back as the Mm -hmm. organist. It made me so happy to see him Mm -hmm. playing the organ, which he plays the piano in the dance scenes in the original. So that was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Brian Henson returns as Sal and he hasn't performed since the Muppets Wizard of Oz. So this was the first time since 2005 that Brian came back in as a puppeteer. Mm -hmm. So that yeah. that is absolutely fantastic to have him back in there, which I still have not seen the Muppets Wizard of Oz. I really want to watch it.
0: it I haven't seen it there. either because it's not on Disney Plus. Maybe and then I think Ashanti is yeah Ashanti's in it. in it, and I'm just like, yeah. what a throwback! I definitely want to see it, but it's not on Disney, yeah. so I haven't. Yeah, you know, I gotta find it somewhere.
1: So of course, because it's it's the Muppets Mm -hmm. this is another callback to the original Muppet show is that they actually have humans coming in Mm. and kind of more the original style
0: of of Muppets so you have Will Arnett oh my gosh I love Will Arnett perfect he was absolutely perfect he's like my favorite Uh, person ever I love him He was the ghost host
1: or also known as the great McGruffin. But he was, he was our ghost host. Mm -hmm. You had the singing bus in there and they were all like certain people. So some of these people, I know some of these people, I don't. Joff King, Kylie as uncle Theodore, Pat Sajak, you know him. I know him. I just cannot say his last name. Okay, <laughs> I was like, you know who that is, right? Okay. Craig Robinson, Sky Jackson. Sky Jackson is in Jesse and Bunked in mm-hmm. Disney Channel. So I think she was really the only like Disney Channel original person that I saw. Yeah, I don't think there, there was, was anyone else thing. in this yeah. that were like Disney Channel stars. So that yeah. was really cool to have at least. And Sky is really she is a great voice and and is a is a sweet girl. And Justina Machado. I'm really bad with last names. Machado, Machado. I don't know. But anyhow, Darren Chris is also in it. If mm-hmm. you don't know who Darren Chris is, I remember him like when he first started out as Potter in the, oh my gosh, whatever they called. It was this Ohio. Uh, do you know about this? Ohio, no. there's this Ohio college. Oh my gosh. It's, it's this Ohio college and they would like create their own style of Harry Potter plays mm-hmm. for their thing. And they were videotaped and you could find them on Facebook. And he started there before he went on Glee. Oh, wow. That's how he got to Glee, was because of this, I believe. That's crazy. He, yeah, he's he's very talented. So he was the care, caretaker. Let's see here, ghosts. Some people came in as ghosts. So Janini, Janini.
0: <laughs> now I can't think of how to actually say her name. Jeannie, I'm guessing. Jeannie, Jeannie May, Danny, Trey why am I saying these names?
1: As Cousin Hewitt, Chrissy Met, Sashir Zamata, Alfonso Ribeiro, uh, Edward Ashner were in there as ghosts, Kim Irvin as a maid. This one I love. John Samos was mm-hmm. just as the famous person in the movie. He was yep, that was his entire Mm -hmm.
0: purpose that was
1: his his entire purpose and it was it was great Um, and then yvette nicole brown who she's a very popular actress and i believe she's also a comedian uh she was
0: the hearse driver she was great and then i'm gonna say her name wrong taraj p henson thank you i love taraj so you're good
1: she's she's fantastic too Mm -hmm. Um, she was constance hatchaway which is the killer
0: bride Mm -hmm. and she was she was just great I have a um, fun fact for you, actually, for about it. one of them. So the maid, Kim Irvine, right? Yeah. When she came on screen, I was like, who is this? And I kept staring at her, and I'm like, I have no idea who this actress is. Everyone else, I'm like, eh, maybe I couldn't think of their name right away, but I knew who they were. Mm-hmm. So she is the executive creative director at Walt Disney Imagineering. So she is not an actress, and that's why I had no idea who she was. It gets better. Are you ready for this? She is the daughter of Leota Toomes whose face serves as Madame Leota in the original Haunted Mansion attraction. So her mother was also an Imagineer and was in Haunted Mansion. She's the face. That is
1: fantastic.
0: I was just like, who's this lady that's dusting off Pagoda <laughs> in this? Because I have no idea. I've never seen her. So I, I looked at curiosity at the cast list and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. She's an Imagineer. So, that's amazing. Yeah. That should happen more often. I agree. See, yeah. this dude, this dude. Crazy. I like he this guy. He did well. Every time. You should be in he did charge. well.
1: Yeah. Oh, so of course in Haunted Mansion, we've already kind of talked about some Easter eggs, but there's a lot of Easter eggs in this, mm-hmm. which I mean, when you're doing a Disney movie about a Disney ride, there's going to be tons of, of Easter yeah. eggs. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Easter eggs from the original Muppets, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. So Easter egg won well, the number on the mansion, 924. So the, the address number is a reference to Muppets creator Jim Henson's birthday because he was Mm -hmm. September 24th. So they homage to him, of course. Mm -hmm. And as I said, uh, one of the ghosts was Danny Trejo. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And he is a prisoner ghost referencing his role as a gulag prisoner In Muppets Most Wanted from 2014. Mm -hmm. So he came back, which was cool. Let's see here. The scene in which the ghosts tell bad jokes while dancing, like I said already, is a homage to At the Dance Sketch from The Muppet Mm -hmm. Show. And then I noticed it too. Like I noticed it when I watched it. So when I saw it planned out, I'm like, good. I don't have to like try to type it. Everyone can, Mm -hmm. I can read it. There are five nods Mm -hmm. to the song Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast. Yes. so here they are and they appear in the song life hereafter which was originally planned as more of a direct parody so Muppets tend to do parodies Mm -hmm. the ghost host introduction to Gonzo and Pepe's funerals is strikingly similar to Lumiere's opening line at the start of the song yes it is
0: Mm
1: -hmm. very much so after the host sings about a flying candle bra Rizzo sings the line Rizzo
0: it was definitely not Rizzo That was not that's incorrect. No, that is incorrect. Or is it not a Muppet? No, it is a different mouse.
1: Whoever Mm -hmm. put this together, you are wrong. So a mouse sings the line, but he ain't French and he can't crone, clearly Mm -hmm. referencing Lumiere. Mm -hmm. Yolanda and the host then sing. We did that in a beastly cartoon. She was a beauty. Mm -hmm. you know beauty beast yeah
0: Mm
1: -hmm. one of the lyrics is we tell jokes i do tricks with my deadly candlesticks so they put in deadly Mm -hmm. (laughs) a nod to the line we tell jokes i do tricks with my fellow candlesticks of course Mm -hmm. from be our guest yes number four is the ghost host line you are alone but don't be scared You've got your wake all prepared. References, mm-hmm. Lumiere's line. you're alone and you're scared, but the banquet's all prepared.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sorry, I like I'm like singing these as I do. Yeah. <laughs> and then number five, another lyric is corpse by corpse and one by one till you shout, my life is done, which is course by course, one by one, till you shout. Enough, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I love that.
0: <laughs> I'm watching
1: it. this again this afternoon while I pack. Um Oh yeah, Disney friends, I'm mm-hmm. moving By back the way. to Indiana. Yes, so yeah,
0: that's but, a fun thing going on. Yeah, that's
1: a fun fact happening with the Disney twins. Mm-hmm. Sadly, it's not to Florida. I tried. I like mm-hmm. tried super hard, but the only people who wanted me apparently is Indiana. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I don't know what it is. You got away, but I can't get like it keeps sucking me back in. But anyhow. I don't know. Back to, back to Easter eggs. So one of the ending shots from the life here after song that we were just talking about references, one of the closing shots from the Muppet shows opening theme. Yes. So in the Muppets opening theme, they do this thing where like, you see all the Muppets kind of in this like box and all the different squares. And they do that in the life hereafter, which mm-hmm. when it happened, I'm like, oh, this is so cute. I, love I agree. It. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Easter egg. And then when Gonzo relates to his mirror, some of the stunts he did, footage from previous Muppet productions, as in Muppet's Night, can be seen. Mm-hmm. So it kind of pulls in some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, the mirror scene reminded me of, and I don't think they talk about this, it reminds me of the scene in the Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. That's mm-hmm. like, in my mind, that's a callback to that one. because Yeah. You don't that. see that in the ride. That's not a ride thing. No, that's sorry. literally mm-hmm. the Haunted Mansion movie thing. They probably so did there. reference that, yeah. Yeah, that's the actual Easter egg, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Whoever was doing this apparently has never watched Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion, which is a good movie. A little cheesy, but I like it. It is cheesy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Eddie Murphy. It's going to be funny. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. The organ part in the song of the song "Grim, Grim, Grinning Ghosts" can be heard through the special, so mm-hmm. you can you can hear the song throughout the whole special. I wish they would have spent a little bit more time on the "Grim, Grinning Ghost. Like it was not very long, and it made yeah. me kind of sad because mm-hmm. uh, that's my favorite part in the ride. I agree. The special's closing shot is a homage to the title credits of the Muppet movie. Mm-hmm. So the the rainbow, yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that song. And then the exterior of the mansion in the film shares a strong resemblance to the Phantom Manor. Wait, did you put this or me? I did. Keep reading it. Okay. Resemblance to the Phantom Manor attraction found in Disneyland Park at Disneyland Paris Resort. (gasps) Vincent Price? Who guest starred on the Muppet Show also voiced the Phantom in this attraction?
0: I oh, did not know that. That is fantastic. Oh, ties back to Tim it Burton. Ties in it Ties back to Tim Burton. I was just like, what? I read it like three times and I'm like, the Vincent Price? The one we've been talking about for like three weeks. What? Yeah. There that is go. so cool so if we are or not if
1: when you and i go to disneyland mm-hmm. paris because it is on our bucket list mm-hmm. it is we will hear vincent Price's voice when we go mm-hmm. through their haunted mansion I know, not me that's so cool mm-hmm.
0: we really need to start planning those we'll i know here. eventually
1: because you know how cool that would be like doing episodes or at least like video stuff from mm-hmm. those parks yeah I agree. -hmm.
0: We actually we need to get to Disneyland first. Well, yeah, we'll have an order of things that makes sense. Now that they're open, stupid California.
1: For now, Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, but did you see what's happening with all the Imagineers?
0: Since we did talk about Imagineers, they're moving. Apparently, Florida is the spot to be now because they're moving them over here. I like none of the articles that I've read
1: about it. Like, is saying why Disney is moving to Lake Nona, Mm -hmm. but I wonder if it's like. Honestly, partially because California has such strict rules with COVID and everything going on. And then I also wonder if it's like cost
0: of living out there is ridiculous. Honestly, I mean, obviously we don't know, but we don't. a no, lot don't. of film productions, other productions are not in California anymore. They're moving yeah. out and a lot of them are coming to the East coast. Atlanta is a big hot spot right now for filming things. I personally know someone who's filming a Netflix show right now in Indianapolis, of all places, because that is now, uh, believe it or not, but Indianapolis is now starting to become a hotbed for filming because they have less restrictions. It's easier to get things done, permits, whatnot. And California, like you kind of were saying, not just COVID restrictions, but just their general operations. I think they make it more difficult sometimes for things to get accomplished. There's... And the traffic is insane. There's pollution out there. The costs, like you said, I think businesses are just realizing that we can go do it somewhere else. We don't have to be in California anymore. So, yeah. Well, and it's funny. It's funny because I didn't realize this until I moved here, but Lincoln, Nebraska,
1: like this portion portion of Nebraska is known as the new Silicon Valley. Like a lot of tech companies are moving to Nebraska because it's in the middle of the country and less like cost of living and all the things which i find very funny yeah but that's
0: that's what happens somebody goes out there and they realize yeah, hey this is better we should come on and then more people join them and i mean i hate to uh, what sucks well because a lot of the articles that i've been reading
1: is about like how bad it is for because they're not disney The articles are all negative towards our new CEO, which I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of him right now and I'm not a fan of him anyways, Mm -hmm. but because he is only offering, they're only offering relocation packages for Imagineers. But if they're in admin teams or assistants or anything like that, they're fired Mm -hmm. or laid off and they can't get their job back unless they move out there and reapply. Which is crazy which I think is so dumb. And apparently this article is talking about how Bob has been trying to slim down operations for years. And, um, and they, he's taking this chance to do it. And it's like, why? Like you guys have all this money. Like, I know you guys think you're hurting because of, because COVID. of COVID, but really you're not, you're not hurting as much as I think you think you are. And you just need to stop paying you guys. Honestly,
0: if they stop like raising their own salaries. You know, they might actually have money for actual workers. I have lots of things to say about that. Not only to Disney, but to lots of companies. Oh my gosh, I know. During this entire pandemic, you really saw how some of these places were. Now, I will give Disney some credit because at least at Disney World, I know they kept people on as long as they could. They furloughed Mm -hmm. them with pay. They kept their insurance for a while. Yeah. And I'm not saying they're perfect and that's a whole other debate. But as far as what I personally was seeing as a pharmacist in the middle of it, that was one of the better things out there, having a lot of people who worked at Disney come to my location to fill prescriptions. They had that insurance, at least they were still able to yeah, get their that is good. And, and go to the doctor and, and all of that. So at least I appreciate that Disney did that during COVID. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of things going on right now I'm not exactly thrilled with. And we will see how it pans out. I have tried somewhat the new Disney Genie app. Not really into it. Yeah. And I didn't use it, use it. But I was like, I'm at Epcot. So let me go and put like, it says like, what kind of things are you interested in? So I, you know, check it off, check it off. Uh-huh. And for one of the first rides it tells me to go do is Journey into Imagination, which was not on my list at all. Because I on any I of our lists, did not check <laughs> that off. And I was just curious as to why I thought I would like to go do it. And also the spacing was bizarre because... On the app, the wait times were low when we were there at Epcot for whatever reason. The only thing that had a long wait was test track and it was 45 minutes. That's it? Exactly. That's it. So I was like, this is a good time to to check it out. And it was literally like spacing me out like an hour apart to go go do living with the land. It literally was just like, because we were having dinner. was like around six something. So it was literally okay. like, okay, like at seven... 15 go ride living with the land and then at 750 you can go do journey into imagination and then you can go do spaceship earth and then you can go do like it didn't even make any sense to me the order of the things either because it, it they weren't like they weren't really yeah. next to each other the way it did it or like yeah I'm in, I'm in the land and then i leave and then i go back to the land to ride soaring like it didn't make any sense because the park was open until 10 so it told me to go do soaring at Mind you, I had a 20-minute wait at that exact second that I was looking at the wait times. This is why we said we're... I, I will keep playing with it when I'm in the parks, but I am not overly thrilled with it. So far.
1: I, well, I'm not, I was hoping that people wouldn't use the like lightning lane thing. So that way they could like, oh, either they're doing it. The prices or, mm-hmm. or get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But every time I see these articles from WDW today mm-hmm. on Facebook saying that everything's sold out, I'm like, and that apparently they're not even using it for non resort or like, it's hard for non resort guests to use it because they're sold out by 9am from the resort guests.
0: Now, I don't know, because when I was at Epcot, the only- That was an article could...
1: yesterday, that, okay. that I read yesterday.
0: When I was there Friday night, the only thing I could not get on was the Ratatouille ride. It said there were no more options for the day. Everything else, it kept asking me, do you do you want to uh, get the Genie Plus, for literally like living with the land, do you want to get the G- the Genie Plus right now? And you could go get on it within five minutes. And I'm just like, I really don't know. no. Oh especially not for a five minute wait. Like seriously, that to me is confusing too. Why even have the genie plus show up on a ride that you're walking on, like as a default, it shouldn't be on there at all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, they might still have kinks that they're trying to work out. I mean, this is still brand new and really Mm -hmm. maybe they'll, maybe it'll be a little bit better by the time I get there in December. I hope so. I also don't like, When you have a reservation to eat, a lot of the Disney restaurants, you can check in. So within 10 to 15 minutes, I'm sorry, the dogs are being loud, but within 10 to 15 minutes of your reservation, you go on the app and you click check in and it goes through, you know, you have allergies, you have whatever, and then you're checked in and then you wait for a text or notification on the app and it says, hey, your table's ready. Go, go, go back to the desk, right? It has not been there the last couple of days. I'm hoping uh-huh. it's something they can fix and put it back. But like we went to Via Napoli on Friday night, it was uh-huh. crowded because you had to go check in at the desk. You can check in on your phone. And then they were just calling people. So you couldn't really go anywhere. Whereas before I would have checked in when I was almost to Italy. And then I might have walked around in the shop or done something else outside until I said I was good to go. Like when we went to La Hacienda a couple of weeks ago, I checked in and we went and rode The boat ride in the pavilion while I was waiting on our table to be ready. Can't do that right now. So I'm hoping that's a glitch and they're going to fix it because hopefully because that's that's yeah. It's a nice feature. Annoying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. All right. Well we totally got off topic. Sorry. But it's okay. We were updating you guys on some things. We were. We were. Mm -hmm. So definitely before the end of this month go watch Muppets Haunted Mansion. Yes. Stay away from under wraps. Don't bother. Unless they put out the original. If they finally put the original back on, watch that one. But
0: yeah. don't, don't, don't watch the new one. Just no, don't do it's it. It's not worth your time. It's not. Also, I just want to throw out there too. The Muppets on a Mansion yeah. has Ed Asner in it, as you mentioned, who passed away mm-hmm. recently. So they dedicated yeah. the movie to him. And I thought that was really. They did. They yeah. did. We mm-hmm. have a little reference to that at the, the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so sad it's so
1: sad some of these actors that we kind of grown up with were older when we started but they're like getting to that point where we're like i am fearing fearing the day when we hear about like julie andrews or harrison mm-hmm. ford or mm-hmm. mark hamill or who's my other one shoot some other ones like betty mm-hmm.
0: yeah betty was a hundred right betty okay. White is like a like, hundred in like a couple weeks i think so
1: yeah. Betty Way, when we lose her, the country will shut down. That's terrible. She's been such yeah. an influence yeah. on everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. Love her.
1: But yeah. But, anywho, go check us out on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of stuff on there. And are we announcing the other thing that we just
0: started? TikTok? Yeah. We, I don't know what we're doing exactly. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. The things I have uploaded thus far, which I need to send you the password. I'm so sorry. I meant to do that yes, like you do. a century ago. I actually I've have some of. ideas. Yes. <laughs> I was testing the waters onto TikTok with old yeah. things that I had on my phone and/or videos that we had. That How I've are they doing? From thus far, not too bad. We had a lot close to like 500 views. I haven't looked at the last one I posted. I don't remember what I posted recently. To be honest, let me. I think you're doing better than me. Not on purpose. Let's see. Yeah, we had like 508 views. 459 are two popular ones. 413 for Halloween one I did. There's one. Oh, my
1: movie reviews only. Oh, it's 191.
0: Okay. Yeah, 19 for a second. Yeah, no, it was. It's 191. I mean, we're we're over 100 on everything I posted. But I'm not a TikTok expert by any means. So please follow us on there. We will like your stuff and follow you back if you're a Disney person because I love watching stupid Disney videos. I mostly, no offense, if you like to just like twirl around in front of the castle and stuff, that's cool. But I like to watch things where people are talking about Disney parks or maybe do something a little silly related to Disney. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, but we will follow you back if you follow us. Yeah. And it's at Pixie Dust Twins Podcast on there as well.
1: Yeah, just like our Instagram. So Instagram, we now have TikTok. I Mm. felt okay. I felt so old when I went on TikTok because I'm like, because I keep hearing everyone say you should at least get a TikTok for your like your podcast, yada yada. Mm. I'm like, oh all right, I'll try it. Because I wanted to do some things with my reels and I can't because Instagram doesn't have the options to like change your text time and all these things. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. fine, I'll get on it. And like one of the ones I came across and I made my own version of it, it's like this TikTok where it says, oh my gosh, to all the old people, to all the older generations on TikTok, you know, the ones born in the late nineties. And I heard that one. I'm like, oh, what do you mean late
0: nineties? Like nineties are babies. That's, that's not us. <laughs> no, that means we're ancient. Apparently so. Oh my gosh. I
1: made a TikTok to, I made my own version of the TikTok. I was reading a book and I like, I'm like, what? no. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, I feel old on TikTok right now. But the funny thing is, if you scroll through, like, as I'm scrolling through, there's so many people, like, so many different age groups on there. It really is, honestly. really, oh my gosh. And, oh my gosh, apparently they're using it for dating now. Like, I kept coming across, like, in the Discover, there were, I don't know, apparently, apparently TikTok knows I'm single. Because I keep coming across these lives of men who are, like, in the description, it's, like, uh, women of 21 and older and they like I stop for a second like I don't hit I don't tap to watch live but I just see what they're doing Mm -hmm. and they're like talking about themselves and asking questions and people are asking them questions and they're trying to find a date like I'm like wait a second when is TikTok why is TikTok being used as a dating site and why is
0: TikTok thinking I need a date like interesting okay thanks TikTok good to know so, I don't yeah, think be I wary. That. Yeah, so it must.
1: Know. I had some guys try to follow, like, have started following me, and I look at their stuff, and literally, their TikTok is like telling them about themselves because it's their dating profile. I'm like, wait a second, I'm not out here to date. There's nothing in my profile telling you I want to date. So why are you following me? It's very odd. I, I think you sh- we should find the clip of me saying that, or was it an Instagram video that I said that Starbucks is better than Animal Kingdom? Yeah, I
0: I think so, because I've been trying to find some stuff like that and I haven't been able to find all of it. I think I know where it is, so I'll find it and I'll save it or I'll put it up. Yeah, because I'll send you the password. But yeah, yeah. uh, please do. Because, yeah, some of it I knew there was good stuff in stories like I have the cookie trail I saved out on my phone Mm -hmm. I just got to edit it so I'm like I can post that one but I was waiting until November because I was like I can't do it I cannot do Christmas it's like against my soul to post a Christmas video in October oh when November comes around in a week (laughs) I can do it we'll have to so now that we have it when I come down we'll have to think of some fun TikToks to do like yeah in, in there together yeah we can do some silly some silly stuff but yeah yeah oh i'm still navigating the tiktok but i will say oh my gosh yeah we're not perfect the we got 459 views on the video where we're going to rafiki's planet watch and robbie says why are we going there and i what's over there and i said there's goats and i blatantly <laughs> yeah. said on there we're not animal <laughs> kingdom people and i was like okay yeah. maybe people like that i don't know yeah oh my gosh Raven. maybe
1: <laughs> yeah Oh seven I mean, we have 71 likes on our videos and you've only posted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven videos. Yeah. Cause I didn't really know what I was
0: doing. So. <laughs> hey, I think I we will get it. We'll figure it out. We'll we're figure working it out. On it. And we're working on it together. And then yes. I definitely have the password. I took a screenshot of it. So I wouldn't forget it.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> But yeah, I'll so Instagram, we're getting, started. we still have one more to record today. Yeah. Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm. YouTube, uh-huh. we have a Facebook page. Uh-huh. And then on our website, what else can
0: they check out on our website that has to do with us? Okay. So you go to limitlessbroadcasting.com. There's information about the podcast we produce. You can go to our Patreon account too. Donations are always appreciated and some of them will get you to hang out with us as well too. So make sure you go check that out.
1: Yes. And next month we are starting a brand new series for the month of November. We're really excited to do this. It's going to pull back into our childhood. Mm -hmm. We are talking about none other than our favorite honey loving bear, Mm -hmm. Winnie the Pooh. So come back next week. We're going to talk about the history of Winnie the Pooh. We're going to talk about films. We're going to talk about Mm -hmm. the ride. Mm -hmm. And we are going to talk about my all time favorite Winnie the Pooh movie christopher
0: oh robin that'll be a fun episode i am so excited yeah but it's so good it's like it a is. good tier it's such yeah. a good tier mm-hmm. so see you next week pixie dusters Bye. bye